On this week's episode of Hindsight Hacking, our special guest is Susan Leonardson, the creator of Imperfect Entrepreneurs. Corey, I, I think when we were getting started on this journey, uh, you know, I fell into that perfectionism piece that I feel so many entrepreneurs do. Um, that I had to get over myself, and she actually helped me get over that to launch imperfectly. You know. Uh, and just to get it out there was one was a relief and it was just something that needed to get done in order to get to the end game that we're trying to get to. Yeah, absolutely. And when we, when we found Susan, I mean, it was kind of through our podcast journey and she, you know, everything about our launching of our podcast was imperfect, imperfect action. And so Susan's whole message I know speaks to me as well. So um, I guess without further ado, let's get to it. If you are like we were, stuck and searching, there is so much out there. We were searching and searching. So we decided to follow our passion of helping people achieve their goals, helping others that are feeling stuck. Uh, this podcast, we plan to cut through all that noise, give you actionable steps from highly successful people so that you can have better foresight through others' hindsight. This is Hindsight Hacking. One, thanks for joining us again here on Hindsight Hacking, and we are blessed today to be joined by the one and only Susan Leonardson. Now, Susan is exactly who we are trying to be. She is somebody that started full-time with her business at the start of 2019, and this had massive success uh, for her and for her family. She's got past, uh, past entrepreneur uh, successes and missteps, and um, she's a professional funnel designer, uh, as well as has her own podcast, Amplify Its Impact. But today, we get to the pleasure of uh, learning about Susan and and how to launch your webinar imperfectly. Susan, thank you so much for joining us and welcome to Hindsight Hacking. Thank you so much for having us. I'm really excited to be here. Susan, I uh, actually heard about you, gosh, months ago, and because I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a, a recovering perfectionist. And, and he's like, you have to listen to Susan. Uh, she's got this thing called Imperfect Webinar, an imperfect entrepreneur, right? Yeah. And I was like, awesome, that's scary. Um, but for the people for the people that don't know you, like we do, can you give everyone a quick little backstory? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I really just wanted to have a group <laughs> for the longest time. Like even in my past ventures, when I was doing business online, um, I really wanted, I, I always loved having the community in the group. And so for the past year, as I've been building, creating my business, uh, I was always, and I had a coach, you know, I hired a coach and I was like, okay, can I make a group now? Like, is it time for me to do that? And he'd be like, no, no, no. Like, it doesn't make sense for your business model. And then I adjusted and I adjusted again. I was like, okay, like, can I make a group now? <laughs> Cause I just love that community. Right. And so in the process of, of finally getting permission from my business coach to go ahead and create a group and a community, I was like, okay, well, what is like, what is the, what is the message that I want to put out there? What is it about me? What, ha what has been like the overarching theme of my year? 
um, when I started this business, what has been like moving me forward? And it really came down to not knowing at all what I was doing, <laughs> but still taking action and moving forward. And so uh, just came up with the, the idea of, you know, being the imperfect entrepreneur um, doesn't mean that we're blindly going any which way and direction. We're taking strategic steps and moving forward, but not waiting for the stars to align and for everything to be perfect before we uh, go and, and launch or put a message out there. Like we're always taking little steps day by day, just moving forward imperfectly. Yeah, well, that's I, I definitely something that spoke to, to Ron and I because we struggle with the launch part because things aren't perfect. And, and we've been struggling for that with that for about a year. And it wasn't until literally we got this podcast off the ground that we launched something for the first time imperfectly. So, um, so yeah, so your message speaks to me. And uh, I, when we were scheduled to meet last week, uh, I know it didn't happen, but I had I had your shirt on it, the imperfect entrepreneur. Like I was ready, I was ready to go. So, um, but you know, speaking about just a little bit about what got you to 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 doing this online area. Um, you know, I assume work from home, right? Like, what what led you to trying to to build this business that you're doing now? Uh, well, it really, I guess starting a little bit further back, I always really had the desire to have my own business. It started when I was young and then really accelerated <coughs> in high school. Um, and so pretty quickly after I became an adult and got married, I was trying to find some sort of business that I could call my own and make it work for me the way that I wanted it to. And for me, that quickly became um, having an online business especially as I started to have children and babies. I'm like, I can't do a business that takes me out of the home all the time because it's just not, that's not what I want my life to look like. And so I, I kind of have always been in this online world. Even one of my first businesses I started when I was only I think 18 um, was a website design company, which was, it's kind of funny because I, didn't really do very well with it. And now I'm kind of a funnel designer. Um, but that was, that was like a decade ago and things were really different back then. Um, so it just kind of has always been in me to be able to work from home. I watched my parents, my parents um, are business owners. My father, for as long as I can remember, has been a business owner before I was born. He had his own businesses. And so I just kind of grew up watching them. I also grew up watching the hardships that it brought to them. Um, but I also knew as I became older, I understood why they had those hardships and I wanted to avoid them while still getting the freedom that being a, an entrepreneur and a business owner brings. And again, it comes back to having a business online really is because you can do it from anywhere if you build it right. <laughs> Absolutely. I think, um, you know, we were talking earlier, you and I have very similar backgrounds um, from what we did uh, entrepreneurial before. Um, I, I love design. And yeah, the website design space changed so drastically, you know, now that funnels were introduced, right? Yeah. Um, but how, how have you been able to take your learnings from all of those pieces from seeing your parents looking at those 
uh, entrepreneurial missteps or whatever, um, and really launch this imperfect, you know, action over perfection piece, right? So mm -hmm. how, how have you really kind of said, hey, this is the deal, this is where I'm going. How'd you marry those two ideas? <laughs> I've never actually thought of that before. <laughs> so hopefully I can give you a coherent answer. <laughs> okay, sounds um, good. But yeah, I think really it comes down to just, it's it, like I kind of talked about like what the beginning looked like. It was watching my parents and starting my first couple of businesses. At one point I had a photography business and they're like, I've done a lot of things. Um, to like to where I am now where I'm telling people like you just need to launch imperfectly like embrace the imperfectness or just go and go out and do the action and I think from getting marrying like you said like the A to Z there is is all of the in-between it's really the it's the trial trial and error the trying and then failing but then realizing that the failing was really just learning you know a website business at 18 wasn't going to work for me because I wasn't willing to go to school and learn coding. I was just kind of trying to teach myself, which wasn't really going to work. And then when I had a photography business, like I was, I, I was okay at it, but I wasn't great and I didn't know how to market myself. So it's just kind of learning those things. And then when I got into my direct sales business, I learned a ton of things, but then realizing like that wasn't the right business for me. So it really wasn't about, failing it was just realizing like each step that I was taking and each thing that I was trying was just leading me to where I am now and even what I do now I know it's not going to be the thing that I do for forever it's just another stepping stone on the way to whatever I you know whatever my legacy is going to be whatever my business that I retire off of is going to be and so it's really just about, it, as you take those actions and those imperfect actions, you learn more about yourself and you learn more about what you want to do, what you don't want to do, who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with. And it's, I think that's really how, how everyone gets to anywhere that they're going. <laughs> you just got to keep going. What's, what have you found has been your favorite thing about, I mean, because you've, you've got a couple different avenues and directions you've gone. Uh, from starting your podcast to launching your webinars to building lots of funnels like what's kind of been your your fun part your your happy place my happy place is talking to people um, which is kind of funny because I got into my online business so that I like could be in my embrace my introverted self and not have to talk to people all the time <laughs> but it's actually become opposite is true like I've met so many people especially since launching a podcast and I think you guys know this like you get to talk to people all the time and really connect with them and learn from them and understand them and then um that translates over to like your clients it's like these are not just clients. These are people that become my friends. And then moving that over to like my webinar program, it's and building the community. It's like, it's really all about connecting with people and, and helping them and serving them the best way that I can. And that's, that's like my favorite part of what I do now is like the coaching calls that I do in my program. Like that's my favorite part. <laughs> so I want to do more of that and less of the other stuff. No, I love that. Uh, you, you know, the one thing you kind of touched on, and I, I personally struggle at it, is you you quickly looked at failing as learning, right? I, I don't look, know that I would say quickly. Okay, all right. It sounded quickly because I look at failing as not learning 
And, and I'm, I'm trying to change that mindset because I had a fear of failing for years. Yeah. Right. And, and it's something that I'm, I'm trying to recover from myself, but how, how, you know, again, how'd you make that switch? Um, I would say that it has also been a really big struggle of mine. Um, but I think where it started was in my direct sales company. I did it for a really long time and it never reached the success that I wanted it to have. And I considered myself during the, I did it for seven years and I consider the, the whole time of doing that, I was just failing like every day, every week, every month. And so it just became like my norm. <laughs> it became this thing of like, well, it didn't work like that. That I mean, I used to go and do like home parties. It's like, well, that party, I didn't get the sales I wanted. Like I considered that a failure. It's like, all right, well, that didn't, like maybe I can present this thing a different way. So it really became like a troubleshooting mentality of, of, how can I do things differently to get different results? Because for a while it was doing the, you know, that, you know, that quote doing the same thing over and over again is the definition of insanity and you can't expect Absolutely. to get different results. Like that was what I was going through because I was doing it so often that it became really obvious to me. It's like, well, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep doing uh, parties when they're not giving me the results I want? And then that's when I kind of switched to online. And then I got the same, the same kind of thing, going with the online part was like, no one, no one knows really how to do this. And I keep trying to do it, but it's not getting me anywhere. So it kind of just led me to going different directions. So it, it's just, uh, troubleshooting became my mentality just through that, just from the constant failure. I think it has to, if you fail enough times, <laughs> you kind of have to take on a different mindset or you're not going to get anywhere. That's smart. The ones that fail the most are probably the ones that are the most successful, right? Because yeah. so often that uh, someone fails and they give up and, you know, who knows, they could have done it one more time and, and actually succeeded, right? And, uh, and so you've gotten now to the point where you, you're pretty much in the success trajectory, correct? Uh, well, I guess that would be dependent on what your definition of success is. <laughs> But I was going to add to that, um, that now I, I realized while, while you were speaking that that has actually become like my message to people because now I teach people to launch webinars and I actually tell them like through my program, like you may not make any sales the first time that you launch your webinar. In fact, statistics say that you're not going to, <laughs> but you got to look at it as rather than looking at it as I'm going to sell a bunch of people on this thing and fill my program, I'm actually going to collect data. And that's where it really comes into, which it becomes like our own mindset when we're just doing our business. It's like, well, I'm just collecting data. Like I was saying before, those stepping stones of all of my experiences from when I started to where I'm at now, just collecting that data of like, what do I like? What do I don't like? What do I want to do? Um, and so that's exactly how anything goes, even down to like launching a webinar. You just have to, if you do it one time and expect to make a ton of money, you're going to be really, really disappointed. You have to keep doing it over and over and over. Okay. So obviously you're on our podcast and yeah, the community aspect of it is crazy. And you get to talk to a lot of people that, you know, there's people that we've talked to that 
I'm not sure why they're on our show sometimes, which is kind of cool, you know, and, and I, I think Corey and I both learn a lot from every single guest and we're pretty selfish on the people we want to bring on so we can learn from them, but it's yeah. building that community. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about obviously your podcast and your community amplify your impact a little bit? Yeah. Um, so I kind of relate to what you're saying. When I first launched, it was like, I had one thing in mind for my podcast. Cause this was, this was one of the first things that I did early on in my business. So I didn't have it all figured out yet. I'm like, I don't even know where my business is going to be in a few months, but I do know that I need to start publishing for one and talking to more people for two. And so podcasting seemed like the perfect thing for that. <laughs> it's a good marriage though, right? Um, so what I did know was that I love working with businesses and entrepreneurs that are helping people that are um, that are not just in it to make the money, they're in it to actually help other people succeed. And so that's kind of where I came up with the theme of my podcast and why it's called Amplify Your Impact, um, because I wanted to bring people on that are using their businesses to do that and one give them a platform to make a bigger impact and also help the audience so my audience is uh, when i started it was people that were probably a few steps behind me um so they were people that were new in their businesses and also had the desire to create a community create a movement um, with some sort of mission behind their business and so the the guests were you know my goal was to have the guests give my audience the tools and tips that they needed to be able to do that with their within their own businesses yeah it's so funny I, I knew i was drawn to you for some reason right because ron and i are in the same place we're like all right we've got these 12 different items and businesses we want to run and and we're squirreling left and squirreling right with all these different things and uh so we're like oh well we know we need a podcast so we're going to do the podcast. <laughs> so we, we found the right community to do the podcast through and, uh, and the rest is history, right? Like, and then you just kind of, you get people to, to learn from not only for your guests, but for yourself. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been a, a, an amazing ride. So, um, all right. So one question that I get the pleasure of ask, asking every single guest that we have on um, and it's true to our show's name and it's about hindsight. So we all know if, if you had hindsight visions 2020, right? Uh, so if you actually thought about what hindsight, what advice would you go back and give yourself? Like, when would you go back? What advice would you give um, to, to kind of alleviate some of the pain you might've went through or help yourself make that better decision? Um, you know, what hindsight advice would you give yourself back in the day? Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, man, how do I narrow that down? <laughs> but there's one that's standing out to me. Um, and really when, when my whole world changed was when I embraced the skills that I have and leveraged them. <clears throat> so I would say that I would go back to long, uh, I don't even know how many years, but probably, let's say like five years. <laughs> let's say when I'm deep in the middle of my direct sales business failing <laughs> and, and it not, not working at all. Because one, one part of that story that I didn't share yet was that I stuck with that for so long because I thought it was the only way that I could have a business and work from home, 
without having a, a degree. I don't have a college degree. Um, I went to a year of community school and then got a job and then got married and then my husband supported me. And so besides my online learning and, and business ventures, like that was, that was my education. I'm self-taught in almost everything that I know. And so I thought that that was the only way I would be able to have a business and work from home because no one was going to hire me. And really probably back then it may have, I would say like 10 years ago, that may have been true because internet marketing and stuff was still kind of like new. Um, but today, like in hindsight, it's like when, when I started to have success, it was, was when I stopped relying on other business models and other companies. And it was like, wait, I have skills that I can actually market and that people like not everyone can do what I can do and I can actually sell my services. And so as soon as I realized that, that's when everything changed for me. And then it just got perpetuated when I found uh, Lauren Golden because she teaches moms how to be uh, freelancers. And so that provided me the education I needed to actually take my um, idea of doing that and actually turning it into a profitable business. I, I love everything you said, because I think it, it'll help so many people that are currently listening to the show. Um, if it resonated with somebody, where can people kind of plug into you? I know we talked about the Amplify Your Impact podcast, but is there a Facebook group? I mean, where, where can people find you? Absolutely. I do hang out on Facebook. That is my platform of choice. And so you can, you can friend me if I have the space available. My friend numbers is fluctuating all the time. So you can friend me if you'd like to or follow me. Um, and then my, my Facebook group is called Imperfect Entrepreneurs. Susan, thank you so much. Um, I can't wait uh, for our guests to, to go check you out uh, in different places. But I know that you help so many people learn how to launch a webinar and do it fast, do it quickly, do it right, do it with impact. And uh, so how would you feel about teaching us for a little bit today? I would love to. I would be awesome. I can teach a lot of the framework that I teach in my program. That would be really, really cool. Perfect. All right. So tomorrow's episode, we will bring you back and, uh, and we'll get teaching. We'll get learning. Awesome. Everyone get their books, get their pens, get their paper. Let's go. Get yes. your learn on. Let's do it. Well, everyone, I sure hope you enjoyed that first part of our episodes with Susan Leonardson. And uh, I know definitely that I can't wait for tomorrow. How about you, Ron? Absolutely not. Uh, you know, as we talked about before, done is better than perfect. That was something that I personally had to get over. So my hope is for any of those entrepreneurs that are stuck, they'll be able to listen over the next five days or watch us on podcastingar.com over the next five days and be able to get unstuck just a little bit. So stay tuned for tomorrow's episode as we dive in to Susan's Imperfect webinar. Mm -hmm.